When Jesus taught his friends how to pray, he not only taught them the particular prayer of our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, but he also taught them to be persistent, like the woman who repeatedly pleaded her case before the heartless king until she got justice, and to be audacious in prayer, like the friend who pounded on his neighbor's door in the middle of the night until he got what he needed. Jesus did caution, though, against making a big show of prayer. Rather, go into one's room, pray in secret, and the one who sees in secret will reward you. Jesus assured his own that it would not be because of many flattering words in the prayer or because one said the words in just the right way, like an incantation, that one would receive what they have requested. Oh, no. But rather, he reveals that the cause of the answer is from the heart of God, your heavenly Father, who knows what you need and will provide out of His great love for you. The father-child relationship is what Jesus would have us keep in mind when we pray. We are children asking our dear Father, even imposing on Him our needs and expecting that out of His deep love He will provide what is needed. But we also know that parents don't always give their children everything that they want because, you know, good and loving and wise parents know that at times the child just doesn't understand what, what they think that they must have, what, what the world's going to end if they don't have, will actually be bad for them. And so the parent withholds fulfilling the request. Imagine. If God had given you everything that you had prayed for as you were, say, a young adult in your teens, yeah, looking back in time, would those requests fulfilled have been good for you? Well, not all of them. Only the good and wise Father really knows what's best for our souls. But even with all of this caution and teaching in mind, Jesus makes the most outrageous offer to those who are with him. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, you will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? God is far more ready to give than we are to ask. With all of that said, though, there is a warning given to us in prayer beyond just don't babble or don't grandstand, and, and that is demanding and doubting God's goodness. The example is seen in the children of Israel as they wandered in the desert. As the food ran out, they complained to Moses, and after God had provided bread from heaven each day, the manna, well, they quickly grew tired of His daily provisions. And they demanded, meat, give us meat now. Yeah, like bratty kids who grew in grateful and impatient with their father's gifts, their hearts grew hard against God with a 
what have you done for me lately attitude. Psalm 106 describes the scene in verses 13 and 14 when it said, They soon forgot what they had what he, God, had done, and did not wait for his plan to unfold. In the desert, they gave in to their cravings. In the wilderness, they put God to the test. What happened next is very chilling, and the King James Version puts it this way in verse 15. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. The children demanded meat, and the Lord gave what their hearts craved. But a full stomach left them with a famished soul. He sent them leanness is an alarming judgment as we think about our own prayer life and our demands and impatience with God. You may very well receive what, what you've asked of God, but find that it still impoverishes your soul. Leanness comes in the form of dissatisfaction with the life that you thought you would have once you have what you prayed for. Leanness leaves us wanting more, but even having more does not satisfy. Leanness was sent by God so that in the lack there might be cause to turn and repent. Our country our congregation and our homes have all gone through to one extent or another, or even still going through, a lean time now post-COVID. Whether it is a direct or indirect sending, we cannot know, but we can acknowledge that God does such things in His goodness and fatherly love so that we might turn from our short-sighted appetites that we think we must have and to call upon Him for better meals of humility, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and love for Him and our neighbor, that we might learn to pray, Thy will be done, and truly want to be in alignment with His good and gracious will, that we would receive both fat and lean times from the Lord, and our response would be thankfulness, believing that our God is good all the time. He has sent leanness is a sobering thought for me, and it gives me pause to consider what I'm demanding of God and what I have not been grateful to receive from His hand. And yet through it all, the Holy Spirit has worked faith, and I'm thankful that Jesus is with us in our day-to-day -day life and continues to teach us to pray and to love God and to love our neighbor. He is so good. And He redeems us from our hard hearts and our selfish demands. May the Lord then bless you as He teaches us all how to pray. And as we look forward to the weekend, please join in the Sunday morning Baba classes offered at each campus for kids and adults. We had such a great time last Wednesday night too at Common Ground. Here's a quick look at the fun be sure to join us this coming Wednesday and RSVP with the link down below in the description box.